0: Um, so it's at this point that you, uh, arrive at your place, and at the same time, um, yeah, a vehicle pulls up, and Baxter actually, uh, steps out of it. And he just, uh, looks at the house and gives you a nod, Quincy. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, yep, I'll go up to, uh, check out, check what's, what what's up there. Great.
0: Like, the door is ajar, uh, heading inside it looks like maybe... Uh, painting on the wall has been knocked loose. Um, heading into the kitchen, you can see that there is a plate, um, on the ground shattered with, uh, grilled cheese and some fries on it that have been scattered across the kitchen as well. And your babysitter is, uh, sitting on the ground, uh, hands drawn up to her chest, hugging them tightly as she is just sobbing into her knee.
1: Alright, I will, uh, put my hand on her shoulder say, Hey, how's it going? I'm <laughs>
0: She starts and she sees you, and she immediately pulls you into a bear hug, Quincy. All
1: right, I will pick her up while we're in the bear hug and begin walking yep. her to the to the police car and say, like, "It's, it's, it's all right.
0: It's all right." Oh god! Oh my god! This is Um. Yeah. And uh, Baxter sees her, and his normally gruff exterior uh, visibly softens as he um uh, actually goes into the back of his car takes out like a policeman's jacket and just drapes it over
1: all right well um okay uh i'm gonna take out my wallet i'm gonna put i'm gonna put my payment into her pocket um with a very big tip um Mm -hmm. and i'm going to put her in the back and say okay um uh don't worry i'll i'll see make sure that our this officer here is uh able to take you home um, and if you need anything, here's my number. And I hand her my number. Okay. Um, and I'm going to put her in the back seat and I will pat, uh, on the shoulder and, and say, Hey, if you could hang out outside her house for a little bit, I think she should probably make her feel better.
0: And, uh, um, and then, I, yeah. and then
1: I hand him money and say, buy yourself, uh, buy yourself dinner on me. Buy yourself something nice.
0: Yep. Yeah, uh, he holds up the money and gives you a nod as if to say thanks.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I will go back to Scotland Yard and get more guns.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh,
3: Blackmore will be uh, not exactly helping Tony with the um, the construction, but basically he's going to be taking all of the zeronium dust that, like you know, he can't fit into particular things, and he's just sort of starting to sweep it into uh, basically vials, mm. um, just so that he's got like you know ready to go myth juice spoiling agent on hand potentially. Okay. Myth hurting juice, you might say.
0: So. <laughs> Oof! Ow! My myths! <laughs> Um, okay, so as you're doing this, um <laughs> uh Franklin, uh, you hear a knock uh, on the doorframe uh, outside. You look up and you see that Jack Houston is standing outside with uh, Connor right behind him.
3: Houston? Connor? Ah. Glad you can make it here so quickly.
0: Ah, no trouble. Blackmore, how you doing?
3: <sighs> Been better, and I think I'll be better
0: after tonight. Eh, anyway,
3: well... um how much of the situation
0: do you know of? Uh, I mean we got the details a little while ago when Quincy asked us to help out and we heard the news about uh his kid and all that
3: ah uh, okay let me fill you in on some other
0: things and i explained uh-huh. the other half of
3: the things you know high towers high towers doing a traitor. um the warehouse <laughs> but, the uh the potential you know myths inside that we're going to try and uh rescue
0: sort of thing okay so and uh, after the explanation Houston is holding his hands up wait 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 it was Buttermaker. I know
3: it's not entirely surprising, but yes, it was him.
0: <laughs> um, Jack Houston is doubled over in hysterics.
3: Yes. Well. Anyways, considering what we're up against, we figure we need all the help we can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That isn't going to immediately try and kill them,
0: right? The Totally honest. <laughs> just, oh my god, this is this is bloody precious. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Serious, Tom. serious. Serious. Got a rescue, kidnap, kid. Uh, all right, all right, all right.
3: So, by the way, um, you'll be. By the way, take these. Huh? Eh? Well, what's it's this? Dusted about? zeronium. i know, oh. not. We're not entirely sure, but in the event that we get close enough to some sort of vat of the stuff that we can neutralize it, maybe yeah. this will work.
0: Oh, fun. All right. Well, uh, give us a shot, why don't we? Um, and yeah, this Connor, um, who has his arms folded and is watching you, uh, having not cracked any hint of a smile during uh, Jack's uproarious outburst, and when will we be making the attack? Uh, hour? Two hours from now? Noted. All right. Um, is there anything else we will need anybody that you think we can talk to about this?
3: Well, our main problem is that we have plenty of allies. The main, the issue is that not all of them are really familiar with the, uh, the book. And he's going to, uh, tap the book of Scotland Yard Police Conduct that I'm sure is on Tony's desk.
0: And he just kind of shrugs at it and says, I mean, it didn't stop me and I got shit done.
3: That may be so. But remember, we're also trying to do this as a direct response to the government's uh, actions earlier today. Mm. A bloody massacre isn't something that the government wants to deal with. If we can show them what myths are, if we can show them that this is something that can be done, and our expertise is better served elsewhere, perhaps it will cause them to ease off the idea of simply reenacting the troubles.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I'll leave it to your discretion, but. I mean, it th- it might be an option.
3: Assure you, it's one we've taken under advisement. Anyways, get yourselves whatever kit that you need uh, that you should prepare for. But uh, other than that, we'll let you know when it's going to start when things are uh, starting, as it
0: were. All right. I think I'll be good myself, but uh, thanks. And at that, uh, Jack. All right. I'm gonna get my armor on. It's uh, yeah, it's actually pretty useful, gotta say. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be kitted out soon enough. Dismissed. Okay. Right, and so with that, uh, they head off. And is there anything else uh, that anybody would like to take care of before the raid coming up?
1: Uh, yeah. So, in addition to making the um, the uh, the 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 sprayer, um, the uh, Tony is going to is just going to Smith up bulletproof charms for everyone.
0: Okay. Hmm. So you begin hammering out a bunch of charms uh, for the sake of bulletproofing all of the members of the team and uh, after a little bit of work you have one for everybody who's going to be participating in this um, including the Lestra, Jack, and Connor. Mm -hmm. And also Sophie as well. Yep. Uh, Yeah, at the last minute you remember oh yeah, uh, yeah (laughs) Lavender's bringing along his uh, ward you might say. Uh There's that sleeping bag that has not stopped moving for the last seven hours. Um, yeah, I will say that, um, you have heard the entire Pink Floyd album, uh, hummed at high speed.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
1: um, also, uh, because Tony had, had, had a couple extra minutes to, to, to put some, uh, a variable nozzle on the, uh, on the sprayer, Mm. um, it also has a, um, a, uh, ranged setting so you can shoot uh, uh, a stream of Zeronium, uh dust mm-hmm. at somebody to, to yeah. nullify them. Uh, and it also has a high precision mode, which uh, has which uh, can hit anything within, say, 5, 10 feet-ish. Uh, and, and it's highly effective, concentrated burst of uh, Zeronium. But there is a slight chance that uh, the tank may backfire and cover you in Zeronium dust if you Mm. use that setting. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
3: Uh, Okay. So is this thing, is this like a, like a spray bottle sort of thing?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a sprayer. It's, it's a spray device that, that can hit a wide area. Um, Mm. but it also has, has a precision shooting mode and a high efficiency, uh, mode with a chance that it'll backfire and blow up in your face. Right. Uh, also, um, Tony will hand this off to somebody with the ability to shoot things at range.
2: Well,
3: that is... Uh... Because
1: uh, no depth perception.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. who does have shooting ability? Because I don't. <laughs> All these police officers and none of them
1: know how to shoot a gun.
3: Again, anyone I will, have a range attack? I body? will remind you that, you know, officers of Scotland Yard don't often use guns.
1: Mm. the one thing chip was useful for
3: yeah yeah damn
1: we lost our gun dude <laughs> i mean i've got plus three dexterity so i mean like the the extra mo- out of character i i just had extra points left over in the build so i just slapped a couple extra modes on it so mm-hmm. but also tony doesn't want to be handling raw zeronium deaths you know the thing that's literally poisoned to him
3: yeah, good call. Um, so yeah, out of character. Does anyone actually have ranged uh, attack abilities?
0: Yeah, when you're putting this together, um, you're trying to figure things out, Tony, like looking over, um, estimating who might be able to fire this thing. Then you hear a voice from the doorway. Oh, hey, hey there, Tony, what you got there? And you look up and you see that Fitz and Pepper are in the doorway. Fitz uh, having a Tupperware container and is eating out of it with a fork.
1: Uh, this is a device meant to free all of the myths that have been con- mind controlled. Uh, oh wow! Uh, I am also just putting on some extra touches so that it may be used as a more uh, directed uh, weapon. Though it seems that uh, we, I, as I, somebody with better aim than I, should be using it as such. Oh,
0: would you like me to give it a shot?
1: Um, I believe that, that, uh, that, uh, Quincy already has you, uh, working elsewhere during this. It, I, oh. I well, I mean... Well, you know what, and he'll just, like, smith a second one. Oh, Because, nice. Ho- wait, hold on. I don't fail. Uh, yeah, there's, there's now two of them. <laughs>
0: oh. and, <laughs> so um... Hold on yeah. a second, bam, bam, you bam, just... Bam,
3: bam, bam, bam. I like to imagine he like puts it on the forge and he just like hits it with the hammer. It disappears for half a second. And when he pulls the hammer
0: back, there's just two of them that have appeared in place. Like it's a magic trick. Mm. And so, yeah, you pick them up, steam still coming off of them before handing them over to Fitz and Pepper. And they immediately begin examining it. And raw, interesting. Out of curiosity, what's the maximum range on this thing?
1: Uh, Let's see. Maximum range would be about 35 feet. Can you make it go longer? Um.
0: Yes, I can. Um oh, interesting. Uh, hey, Fitz, and uh, Fitz, yeah. Yup, what? And so, could you check the uh, wind directions and the weather reports tonight? And so, and Fitz immediately be, uh, puts the Tupperware down, gets out his phone, and begins uh, putting some stuff in. Uh. Oh. Um. Yeah. Basically. Um. Uh, for company records regarding the uh, sh- uh, shooting range, you know that we got downstairs. Uh, I've got uh, second place for the entire precinct. Ah, impressive! Yeah, fits as a first. Tony will fit a third one because why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, give one to each of them. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's oh, nice. Um, doesn't have a caliber, does it?
1: I well, the a, the the payload is a is a uh load of uh zirconium dust meant to to di- disenchant the target. So.
0: Oh, uh, so uh it's meant to be used against people that uh got myth powers and stuff like that. Uh y- yes.
1: Uh that it, uh all that's the general idea. Um
0: hmm, interesting, interesting. All right. Well, we'll keep that in mind. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all right. uh, uh yeah. so
1: I, I so uh t- 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 replacing the um the the just regular range mode uh is now a sniper mode. It takes a full round action to fire. Mm. Uh, uh
3: concentrated beam dust in a laser beam like pattern.
1: Mm. Um uh but let's see. The based on the progression table, um the range is now uh let's see. Dang it, where's that progression table? Oh yeah, so we start it. Um, is now 7,000 7, feet.
0: So. Um, what? <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, so you explain this to Fitz and Pepper, and Pepper, oh, only 7,000? All right, then. You've turned it into an artillery.
3: <laughs> <laughs> In order to fire this weapon, you have to take into account the Coriolis effect because the distance is so
2: long. It's like three kilometers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, look, this game is ridiculous if you, <laughs> it, it, the second you start using the progression table for anything, it, it just, it's ridiculous.
0: Hmm. Alright, yes, well... I'm realizing that. Well, we can welcome this. Well, just think of uh, everybody on the other end as Little Clay Pigeon. I mean, you can use it from less than
1: that range. That is just the maximum <laughs> the, um, uh, range you, that the the gun
0: has. You say this and they kind of look up at you like a little disappointed. <laughs> tony gives a shrug because mm, the yeah. magic <laughs> right seven thousand it is then. and so yeah um they uh, get back to work examining this much more chipper than before uh
1: it also is considered to have the precise feat uh Excellent.
2: for purposes
1: uh just because I, I i i had the extra point and making it uh wait sorry what was the uh uh yeah the the next rank would have uh, multiplied that by another uh, 2.5 on top of the already ridiculous uh, 7,000 feet. So I, mm-hmm. I figured, uh, I, I figured instead just make it precise would be a better cho- use of, of, of those points.
0: Okay, excellent. So, All right. Uh, so
3: um, Blackmore shows up at this point and says, "Ah, Tony, uh, you're finished." Uh,
1: yes, I. The uh, uh, the Uh, it's set to be able to disperse into a uh, uh, 35-foot radius... Or, sorry, no, I'm using cloud, so that's uh, a 70-foot radius uh, cloud uh, that will linger for a moment, giving maximum uh, chance to dispel any uh, effects.
3: Very nice.
1: Um, It also has a a couple of other modes, um, uh, including... uh, uh, a, I believe the uh, Fitz and Pepper called it a sniper
3: mode. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You, what if? Did you give
0: one of these to Fitz and Pepper? And I, I blackmo. And yeah, they're um on the other side of the room, like uh, talk, you know, sort of examining them and just uh, like they have a piece of paper. Down the kind
1: barrel of, of
3: the gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I should lean have-
1: over to
3: t- Tony and go. Zeronium dust isn't lethal to humans in large quantities, is
0: it? Uh, not that
1: I'm aware of
0: just checking <laughs> yeah um one of them has out like he has his phone, fo- like pepper has his phone out has a has the area on Google maps and is showing it to Fitz, who has sketched out the entire area and has a ruler out and is like it's like he's triangulating multiple points from which they can provide support fire it, battery one
3: of them
1: hmm they're just gonna fire upwards and let it come down really fast.
0: <laughs> yes, fire battery one. Right. Well, we're gonna go get some snacks so that. We're all settled up before the ride, so, uh, you know, uh, good luck with prepping all that. Same
3: uh, to you. Mythos um...
0: unit orbital bombardment squad out. <laughs> <laughs> orbital shock drop
1: troopers.
3: <laughs>
1: Mythos unit.
3: Right. I mean, really, if if we gave Tony a physics textbook, he'd probably be able to create, like, uh, a satellite railgun in a matter of weeks. We can't teach Tony about physics. It's
0: too dangerous. <laughs> the, uh, we don't want to explode planet Earth.
1: Ah, you uh. see, I, I found that... that acting as one, thousands of people may pass a rod six feet ahead. <laughs> no, Tony, don't use the meta text in order to create these weapons. <laughs> this Mr. Newton has some very interesting ideas.
0: No! The only, thi- the only thing more dangerous than a physics textbook, a player's handbook. Yeah. Um, saw okay.
3: This movie you humans made called G.I. Joe? It gave me some ideas. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: So,
1: uh, well, but yeah, that, uh, the, Tony will hand this off to like whoever, whoever. Um, the the basic ranged mode has accurate, so it gives you a plus two to hit with it. So, okay. mm. if if somebody basically Tony doesn't want to be the one you sitting in the center of a giant dispersal cloud uh, of
0: ceronium, that's that fair. The main um, thing. if nobody else will take it, um, I will say that Jack will volunteer. Mm. I mean, I got pretty good practice with uh, you know, my water bullets and stuff, so you know, I, I'm pretty good at uh, foreign range and stuff. Yeah, Maybe. well,
3: I, what, I, what I'm thinking is the dispersal mode that he mentioned, the 70-foot cloud, chances are the McCarthy's have some sort of holding area for multiple myths. If we can set it off there, that would probably create enough of a commotion that both frees the myths from control and probably gives them something to worry about, thus allowing us to pincer attack them effectively.
0: Fair idea. Alright. Well,
1: uh, I, I, again, the the main mo the 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 setting off the cloud is rather simple. It's a simple button press. The the other modes are a little bit more finicky, but if they're they're available. Should anyone want one? By the way, would anyone want an, like another one of these? I could just create one real quick.
3: How many more can you create?
1: Okay, what? <laughs> okay, from a narrative perspective, we cannot allow John to keep making this shit.
0: Well, that's why I asked. To
1: stop. This How much time stop. do we got?
0: I will say that at this point, I will say that designing these at, uh, took the remainder of the amount of time you have before the race. Also,
1: genre. what about materials? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, that, like, uh, Tony can be out of Zeronium. I'm just, like, yes. like, that's fine. I, I, I'm, I, I've basically just been waiting for Chris to tell me that, I, that I've run out of stuff <laughs> at this point. It's time to stop.
0: <laughs> stop I- John, I will say them. that, um, after the truth orb, that these, um, anti-myth guns, um, will be the last of what you can accomplish before this very important raid. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the the truth
1: orb was was more just, I had, to, like, that's, that's in my character sheet. I don't have to make a roll for, like design for, for the truth orb. That's, Oh,
0: so you don't even have to roll to design it. Okay. I get it.
1: Well, no, no. I mean, I spent actual character points on that. That's not a freebie for me. That's like, uh, that it's a permanent tool. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a couple extra points on it. Uh, yeah, it has a stun feature that can put people to sleep and a confused feature that just Mm -hmm. confuses people. Um, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sure. Uh, so, out of character, I would like somebody, I would like a player character to just hold on to the device because. Yeah.
3: So, uh, Blackmore quit, quit puts forth this idea that, that. So, Blackmore puts forth this idea. I'll hold on to it. I figure sure. with my insubstantiability, I can get in, find wherever this myth containment area is, and then set it off there. And from there, we can then manipulate them a bit easier. Mm-hmm. All right. All, From what we know about the Master, he needs some sort of physical touch in order to be able to control the myths. So assuming that we can get a lot of them out of hand, that provides us an opportunity to fight back where they might be split on two fronts.
0: Right. So Blackmore will take the bomb. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. So with that in hand, I'm going to say that the time comes to uh, begin the raid that you guys have been talking about and planning out. So... With that, um, who is in what position by the time that you're getting ready to do this?
3: All right, well, Blackmore is going to use his insubstantiability to infiltrate, so Hmm. he'll set himself up somewhere where he can at least get into the building without, like... Because, I mean, like, barriers for him are no option. It's really just getting in somewhere where he's less likely to be
0: seen. Exactly. It's not a matter of what... You can go just about anywhere. It's a matter of being uh, seen simultaneously.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Chris, uh, I text uh, Lavender. Does this uh, building have a skylight of some sort?
0: Um, I will say there is a skylight on the roof. I mean, all evil I, uh, bases
1: have to have a way yeah. so that the moon can can, can shine out from through. behind the clouds. Yeah. In yeah. The final I, showdown.
3: I will ask because uh, Lavender's still there, like watching the place, uh, just to ask, hey. Where about, like, you know, does it look like that there's actual guard patrols or, like, cameras by, like on the roof
0: anywhere? Um, yeah. When he says this, I will say, Lavender, that you take a look. And there are, um, there are lights around the perimeter of the warehouse that are illuminating almost every single portion of the fence. Like, it looks like the McCarthys were knowledgeable about the fact that somebody could try to use the cover of darkness to get in. And so they did additional security regarding the lighting to prevent that.
2: Right, but there isn't... But the, that's just around the perimeter, right? That's not around the, the actual roof of the building.
0: The roof of the building seems to be the only spot that they've neglected.
2: All right, that's good.
0: For me. Yeah, I mean, who goes in through the roof? How could they get there?
3: <laughs> That'd be mm-hmm.
1: ridiculous, you'd have to jump really high. It's
0: yeah. like, Wait! Wait,
3: so Lavender, you can throw me onto the roof and I can safe land. And that way I don't have to spend... Po- that way I don't have to do the loud jump.
1: I, I can also throw you. I have super strength.
3: Yeah. Yes. I, either I way, also... Frank, there is going to be at least one fastball special.
2: I was also planning on going in through the roof, but yeah, I'll, I'll relay all of this.
3: Okay. okay. We can all go in
1: through the roof. I can jump. The only person oh, yes. who can is Tony.
2: Yeah, Tony, t- t- Tony,
1: Tony make is yourself to a you. flying car in five minutes, please. <laughs> uh can't uh, need time to design it' a... i
2: mean I, one I, us... I get
1: what one, one a day basically of, of these ridiculous things
2: this... I mean one of us could just go in through the front door and cause a major distraction while the strike I mean... team goes in through the roof and opens the know, skylight you... so that our our mortar can fire inside
0: the warehouse I mean I don't know for a distraction like that you need somebody very big very loud and very bulletproof
2: basically in, invulnerable. Yes. Yeah. With, a, with an enormous hammer. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, like, give Tony five minutes
1: to, to to set up his forge and bellows and, the, like, the front what's of that gonna, warehouse isn't going to last long. What's this guy doing outside on the lawn? He's <laughs> just got, like, a big hammer? He's just and, like, there. What's he... What is that a forge? He's just... forging bonk. menacingly. Buck, buck, buck! he gets faster and faster.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Should we tell the boss about this? No, 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 I want to see where this goes. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. Uh, so, Blackmore is basically going to uh, relay the plan to everyone. So, um, we're bringing Buttermaker along because someone's has to keep an eye on him to make sure that, like, he actually, you know, sells it very well and not just, you know, the well, minute we're out we of put, sight.
1: Well, why don't we put him in a room with Hightower?
3: No, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I don't I feel thought... like Buttermaker needs to be there. <laughs>
0: Hightower is there with you guys, and actually off to one side is Jen Barber, your uh, assistant, as well as... Um... <laughs> Just hand Jen we- a clock. Mm-hmm. All right, watch him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, <laughs> as well as Webster. Uh, the three of them are there. Um, actually, um, while you guys have been doing all this over the last few hours, um, the Truth Orb has been used libera- uh, liberally by Hightower for the sake of getting more information out of Buttermaker. And he has been having Jen and Webster both record each and every detail on paper. Hmm.
3: So Blackmore, so the plan is as follows. We get uh, our good friend Buttermaker to indicate that we've somehow gone rogue and are attacking various known McCarthy fronts that we never really had evidence to pry against. Hopefully, Genuine Terror sells the illusion quite well. Hmm. Hopefully, this draws out a significant amount of their forces as they attempt to uh, protect their assets. This will give us time for me, Quincy and uh, Lavender to enter through the roof. My job will be to find the, our job will be to find the Myth containment area and set off this, and Blackmore will pull out the, uh, the Myth dispersal device and disperse it amongst them. Hopefully, that frees several of the myths under their control and robs several uh, some pack-users of their abilities. At that, After that, Tony will make a grand entrance and will begin basically fighting them in a pincer maneuver, from both behind and in front. Our main goal is the capture of Miss... Um, Elizabeth Chambers, now known to be Elizabeth McCarthy, and also the Master, or Imperious Rex. Beyond uh, that, we're also there to save any myths that have been captured by the McCarthy family and free them from their mind control. Uh,
1: do not forget that we also need to capture Finn McCarthy. Yes. Uh, assuming he does not leave to protect his other uh, stakes elsewhere. Other pe-
3: right. Other people of note are Ten Tam Talar, who is apparently a sort of Fae that has been working in conjunction with the McCarthys. It's plausible that any one of them may hold information both on any McCarthy uh, activities outside of this warehouse and also the location of the smiley face killer. Be careful if you ask questions about that. We don't need anybody else getting cursed. Lastly, each one of you has been provided with a file full of Zeronium shavings. We don't exactly know what the capabilities of this myth-packed juice that the McCarthys are creating are. And we don't want them to get cagey and start dumping it into the Thames and create some sort of environmental disaster. It's not exactly proven, but the Zeronium might be able to neutralize the magical effects of the serum. Hopefully that's the case. So if you see any vats of Zeronium lying about during the fight, and you've got the opportunity, just throw one of these vials, dump one of these vials into it, and then, well, hope for the best.
1: Uh, the dispersal device should also have... An, uh, have- enough reserves that if you were to fire it into the into a vat it should do similar
2: good to know alright any other questions does Zeronium generally nullify myth abilities in Pact users
1: Uh, active abilities uh, uh, anything uh, for example like uh, it would require uh, me to strike a Pact user who is Say, lit themselves on fire to extinguish the fire, but it is very. Uh, it's not well understood, uh, packed users and uh, Zeronium interacting, uh, but uh, as far as I understand, any active magical effects can be suppressed by Zeronium.
2: Good to know. Thank you. <laughs> all all right. right. If there's
3: nothing else, Hightower, we'll let you know when we're in position.
0: Understood. Godspeed, all of you. This may be one of the most bold maneuvers we're taking against the McCarthy family, and this is saying something. And if we are able to pull this off tonight, we'll be able to do a lot of good in ensuring that all the McCarthy's will have, well, next to no power. So let's make sure that we do our jobs well. All right. Mythos unit, Godspeed. And with that... Uh, with grim determination on all of your faces you head out from Scotland Yard uh hop into the van and Irvine having heard about everything already uh peels out and takes all of you guys down to um yeah the area near the warehouse so in the van uh there is Franklin Tony as well as Thelestra Connor Jack and uh, Sophie who has since come out of the uh, sleeping bag and, um, yeah, it looks as though the high has worn off for her, so now she's just um, sniffing every so often but and rubbing her nose a little bit. But, uh, yeah, she seems to be mostly chill. But, uh, yeah, then the van pulls up near the warehouse, but not directly next to... Uh, like, you know, a couple blocks away. And Irvine just looks at all of you and says, so what's the plan?
3: Well, Irvine, you're to wait here. For right. if we need to extract anyone, uh mm-hmm. need be. Beyond that, um, keep an eye out and if you see anything suspicious, let us know. I drive. Of course you do. <laughs> Alright. So yeah. Uh I guess the the main thing now is we send the signal to uh Hightower to let us let him know that we're in position in to see if the, the McCarthys take the bait.
0: Yes. Okay. So uh who's getting into which position uh before this, just to be certain.
3: So I think it's me, uh, Lavender, and Quincy will be up on the roof. Mm -hmm. And then Tony is sort of taking up position not close to the warehouse, like close enough that if he needs to, he can just sort of like run up, put down his forge, and start, you know, making
0: the big booms. Okay. And uh, at this Jack. And what about the rest of us? And yeah, you look at uh, Jack, um, Connor, Thalestra, and Sophie. As it, and you know, you have to make a decision about what they're going to be doing.
3: My gut instinct is to say Thelestra and Sophie should come with us, um, and then Jack and Connor should back up uh, Tony because obviously they might get a bit suspicious about the forge and go to investigate, and they'll need to deal with that.
0: Um, Sophie raises a hand. I need to be invited in.
3: Does it have. Hmm. What exactly defines property? <laughs> Well, but um, can we
1: not simply invite her in once we are inside?
0: Gotta be somebody who uh, either owns a place or, you know, somebody who works there. Hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, que- okay. question. What if there's a big hole in the wall? Uh, well, uh, we have a, uh, a warrant, correct, from the Judge White? Yes. <laughs> and that is a legal document inviting us to enter the premises, correct? If you think about it, the city technically owns the property
3: and we work for the city, and this warrant is an invitation of entrance that cannot be stopped by any person lest they be charged with obstruction of justice.
0: Hmm. Um, and you look at the warrant, and you see that, um, like, it had been scanned through, and, you know, a copy had been uh, faxed over to Scotland Yard. And on the warrant, you see listed underneath, um, um, two members of Scotland Yard, you see, as if written in pen, right below it, in the margins between the line, and accomplices.
1: Do any I recognize su- the handwriting? Any writing? required support staff?
0: Um, yeah. You, um, you think that it looks a lot like Judge White's signatures?
1: What kind of, what kind of myth is Judge White? I'm trying to be. Like, like, how prophetic is he? And like, why? Like, what? Are look, we going to find out that he, that Judge White was actually an arbiter of justice this whole time? Just
3: look, like a... I, I, I keep telling you guys, this is eventually going to turn into a war between the basement boys, the orb worshippers, and whatever religious sect Judge White becomes. So I yeah, mean... uh, Blackboard's just looking at the war and then he sees that and he goes, what the hell? How could he possibly... You know what? I'm not going to ask those questions that I won't answer <laughs> See? Right here. And I will... Flip the warrant around and show
0: it to Sophie. Ah, uh, well, fantastic, fantastic. All right, um, I'm gonna be right back. I just need to uh, get a, uh, you know, quick drink and all that. And so she quickly hops out the back of the van.
3: Wait, 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 Where are you
0: going? way. And so yeah, she uh, takes off to one side by a nearby building and disappears into the alley. Well, I'm going to investigate. <laughs> Okay, um, you hear, uh, loud sniffing noises as you approach the alleyway. Um,
3: I'm gonna use my thermal vision. Do I see any rats?
0: Um, no. Um, it-it's just-it's just Sophie. Uh, and she seems to be just kinda hunched in on herself as she's near an alley vent. She just kinda makes a motion as if throwing something to the ground before, uh, rubbing at her face furiously and running back over to the van. did,
1: did you have a bunch of cocaine?
0: I don't know what you're talking about! I can stop whenever I want!
1: Oh, no, at least she's taking up her, it's not down her.
3: <laughs> all right, well, then a few things to remind you of. Boris might be in that building. He may also be under mind control. Uh-huh, so don't uh-huh. think that he'll just suddenly, you know, come willingly. Right. So, uh, yeah, so you're saying I need to uh, pull out all the stops then? You wait for our signal. Until uh-huh. then, you will be playing until then, you will be watching our backs, as it were.
0: Uh-huh, right, 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 right. Okay, stay on standby, wait for your mark. Right. All right. Uh, she's practically vibrating in places you say that. All right. I, T- Tony doesn't ha- ha- have the
1: wherewithal to make this joke, but uh, I do. It's a good thing she has that charm from Tony because uh, she, she's actually bulletproof and doesn't just think she is.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, we send a signal to. Uh, all right. So, I guess, yeah. The Lestra, um, Lavender, Quincy, and me and uh, Sophie get onto the roof. Mm. Uh, Connor, Jack, and Tony basically take up what is the closest breach position, the closest position they can get without giving themselves away. Mm. And, uh, yeah, now we'll wait to see if the McCarthys take the bait.
0: Okay, so um, with that, one by one, all of you prepare to get into position. So, um, how are you going to get onto the roof? Describe this, please.
3: Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, so, who can get onto the roof, like, without... So, Lavender can get onto the roof, the Lester can get on the roof, Sophie can get onto the roof, no problems. I can get onto the roof, but it's a bit noisy, and, Quincy, do you have, like, jumping power? You also have the same ju- have So have the same jumping
1: power, so... Yeah, I- okay. I'm just gonna climb up the fire escape.
3: How are you gonna get close to the building without being seen?
1: Well, sorry, the roof of the building? I thought we were talking about the roof overlooking the building. Hmm. Because that's where, so Jonathan or uh, Lavender is, on top of the building, overlooking the building we're trying to break into, right? Couldn't we just jump from that building onto, like how obvious is the jump, is our jump power?
0: Um, You think that it might let out a bit of a noise and a flash of light when you use it at the point of departure, but you have a feeling that given the height of your ascent and the rate at which you come down, like, everything else should be relatively, um, you know, like, it wouldn't well, we, be if, too, if too up If obvious. we
1: land on the roof of, of, if we land on the roof and there's, like, a, a floor directly, like, do we know what the layout of the place is? Like, because, for example, if the, if the area bo- directly below the ceiling is, like, a huge area, they're not gonna hear something land on the roof. But if it's yeah. like a tiny, if it's, like, there's a six-foot gap between the person who, is there and the person on top of the building they might they might hear something go like a very loud like thunk sort of sound
0: no yeah yeah um i will say that you haven't gotten the blueprints for the building but given that uh this is right next to the thames and there are docks for ships to dock at and stuff like that and also given the size of some shipping containers that seem to be out back near the docks you're guessing that this is a warehouse for shipping containers and stuff and so reasonably there shouldn't be an upper floor cool all right
1: yeah so uh yeah that's my plan is to uh jump from the place i mean honestly Lavender's going to give us the go ahead to
3: go
0: anyway right Mm. so Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah so yeah i guess we just make sure that there's no one on the outside like watching the roofs And then we just all sort of leap across, more or less. Uh, If I make
1: a suggestion, perhaps the order should be the distraction, then I begin my attack, and then uh, you infiltrate the building.
3: Fair enough. Okay, yeah, that seems fair.
1: The sound of my attack should cover any sort of loud noises you'll create.
0: Hmm. Okay, awesome. So, um, just a moment... All right, so with that, um, are you guys going to give the call to the... Mm, give the call to Hightower and let him know about, uh, you know, triggering the Buttermaker? Uh, yep. I think okay. we're
3: basically... <laughs> it's,
0: it's go time. All right, so you uh, put uh, Hightower on the line. All right, ready?
3: It's what it's all And uh, Buttermaker, remember, your cooperation is what determines whether or not we hand you over to internal Affairs or Thelestra.
0: And, make your uh, decisions
3: accordingly.
0: Yep, and you just hear on the other end of the line, um, as much as I wish I could betray you, I don't really see any other option right now, so I'll take the less of the two evils. And so with that, um, uh, Hightower, all right, he's going to make the call. And so with that, he hangs up, and about a minute passes by, then two minutes. And then um, you see the garage door open up as if in a hurry. And from a distance, you can see a number of vans begin pulling out of the garage, like one, two, three. By the time all of the vans have pulled out, there are maybe like 10 of them all together that are just like they peel off out of uh, the driveway. And like at top speed, uh, they're going in multiple directions, like three of them down one road, four down another. And uh, yeah, in a, about another minute or so, um, yeah, the sounds of their screeching tires uh, fade into the night. Looks like they took the bait.
3: All right, we'll give it a couple minutes to make sure that they're reasonably far away from... We'll like give it a bit just to make sure that they've reasonably covered some distance so they're not mm-hmm. like able to quickly come back around. And, uh... Tony, you're up. All right. So,
0: Tony, uh, you... Ha- about how close do you get before setting up the... F- uh,
1: let's see. Tony can get probably... Tony will get within 100 yara, uh, feet... Okay, Okay. 100 feet. Yep.
0: So, uh, yeah, you set up shop on the other side of the road, like looking at uh, the place where, you know, the booth is and stuff like that. And you set up the forge. The anvil is deployed with a clang, uh, and then you get the forge set up. And um, over to your right, you can see that um, Jack and Connor are, you know, standing their hands in their pockets as they watch you just begin to uh, heat up the forge. Mm -hmm. And so you just begin heating it up, pumping the bellows, getting that flame, stoking it nice and hot. And as you watch, like, there is movement from inside the booth as the guy sitting there just kind of is looking at you very curiously. And he's going underneath the counter, he pulls out a walkie-talkie, and he speaks into it for a little bit before setting it down and continues to watch it.
1: Alright, well, the forge is, uh, is uh, stoked. Mm. And then, uh... He's just going to use the bellows and put a big cloud of flaming gas uh, right smack in the middle of the the like the front gate.
0: okay so the rest of you are nearby as well um, On a nearby building um, Quincy you are on uh, a rooftop watching uh from a distance as this is going on uh looking back along the street you can see another car that is set up with a clear like well down the road but with a clear line of sight to the building and you have a feeling that yeah you recognize that car it looks like um the civilian car for yeah you're pretty sure that's peppers um so yeah you have a feeling that they're watching all this as well as you turn back and Franklin, you are also watching from a good distance away. Um, Lavender, just check, where are you set up right now?
2: Um, So I'm uh, set up on the roof, uh, like my my lookout spot from earlier in the day. My Mm -hmm. idea is I'm I'm gonna use my glide power to stealthily move onto the the roof of the warehouse. Okay,
0: so uh, yeah, Sophie is with you as well, crouched low uh, behind the window. Uh, peering over it and fingers digging into the brick underneath until like there are visible cracks in it. And yeah, uh, and then all of you watch in anticipation as Tony aiming the bellows directly at the booth gives it one enormous whoosh. And then suddenly, um, yeah, the man inside, there isn't even time for him to let out a scream as a an enormous cloud of flames is hurtling towards him, reflected in his eyes, which are suddenly going to, to wide. And this is where we are going to leave off for tonight. So that next session, we can get into the raid on the warehouse once and for all. So um, it looks as though you guys have made your plans, you are acting upon them, you've got buddies to help you out, and you are going to get to the bottom of this and. Go in there and help save Quincy's boy, as well as My whoever boy. else. boy, your boy, as well My
3: boy. as there's a lot of boy. There's a lot of people's boys in there. So there's Sophie's boy. There's Quincy's boy. Mm-hmm. You got a boy, and you get
1: <laughs> look under your seat. It's a boy. I was about. I was trying to think of saying that wasn't seat. Like look, look under in in the hostage area.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, still, um, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna save everybody as of next so listeners thank you very much for joining us for tonight and we hope to uh, see you again soon until then uh if you're listening to this during 2020 um stay safe stay safe stay healthy stay positive have a lovely night everybody good night everyone
1: hey everyone thanks for listening you can find us on tumblr at listen to these nerds.tumblr.com or on twitter at lttncast all our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these
3: nerds at gmail.com.